Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. We're talking about homeschooling multiple kids, multiple ages, kind of that one room schoolhouse type thing, which we talked about. I want to be Ma Ingalls. And so <laughs> we <laughs> just got to put all of our kids in their little bonnets and little hats yes. and prairie dresses and, you know, overalls and all that fun stuff. And then it's Let's it's do. the perfect mix. But for those maybe who actually don't live on a prairie, <laughs> what is your strategy for doing this um, with all of your kids? Well, you need to plan ahead. Um, there were two books that I found very helpful in the early years when I started figuring out this idea. One was Managers of Their Homes. I think it's mm, uh-huh. put out by Titus too. And it's really yeah. good book on just learning how to schedule everybody. And even if you're not a scheduler, you can learn a lot from that book, just kind of how to arrange your day and to accomplish more. Because I tell you what, with a lot of kids, you can be overwhelmed and almost accomplish nothing sometimes. Yeah. But if you have a plan, you can get somewhere. Um, another book that I really enjoyed was Large Family Logistics. And both of those kind of helped me to figure out how to make everybody work together, how to have school and also make meals and also clean the house. And, um, you know, no matter how many kids you have, and and I recommend starting those books, even if you've got two kids, you know, Mm -hmm. start that mindset early. But especially when you're homeschooling, you might have multiple children, lots of ages, especially if you got babies and toddlers. That's one of the most common questions I get is, how how am I going to do this with these babies running around? Um, I recommend starting with the little kids first. So even if they're not old enough to have school, they want to be a part. They want to feel like they're having school. And so start the morning with um, a family circle time that involves them, whether you're just reading the Bible together, maybe sing a song, or just get the little kids together and sit on the floor and and do a fun song and read a story to them and maybe a, a quick activity. So they feel like we had our school and it fills up their little tank. They feel like, mm. okay, I have had my mom's attention. And then yeah. you know how little kids are. After a little bit of attention, they're happy to go play. And so if they're happy to go play, that's when you can sit down with your older children, maybe pick a topic, a subject that they really need your attention on. You know, it might be one certain child with their math lesson or something similar. Um, while those little ones are occupied and happy to play in the floor or, um, you know, gone off to another room to play, take 30 minutes with this child that needs specific instructions from you. Um, Plan out those difficult subjects. Figure out when is the best time of day that you can devote to your your children, whether it's 30 minute blocks or you've got a two hour window during nap time. Maybe you just do it twice a week for two hours, both of those days. Do whatever, figure out a system where you have uninterrupted time to help with the hard subjects. Um, I also recommend putting big kids with little kids. If you've got a situation where that works, I did because mine were so spread out. So it was easy to say to the 12 year old, will you take little brother outside to play for 30 minutes while I do this, you know, while I help this child. Um, That does so many things. It helps you. It, it helps their sibling relationship. Obviously you have a little babysitter. 
they have a time limit so they don't feel like, oh my gosh, my mom just left me in charge till who knows when. They know they have a little time limit and then they get to move on to something else. And so does the toddler. Mm. Um, Utilize naps with those babies. Uh, I know that you're supposed to nap when they nap, but this is the real world. (laughs) You're probably not going to. Um, Another thing that I implemented was quiet time. I learned this from some homeschool bloggers many years ago. And so every afternoon, we would, after lunch, have about an hour of quiet time, which meant everybody had to be alone in a room, quiet. Sometimes your house doesn't work out that way, but as often as possible, separate each child into a different area of the house, whether it's for a nap or for quiet time. And that means they don't get to talk to anybody. They might can have a book to look at or a very quiet toy. I didn't allow race cars and things like that. (laughs) Um, But it And it took some training. It wasn't like uh, we implemented it and it worked great. It took training uh, probably a month at least, maybe longer, but they got used to it and it lasted for years and years. And so every single day there was that one hour. And if I needed to do something personal or if I needed a nap, that's what I did. So you did take Um, naps sometimes. (laughs) I'm actually a napper, yes. So whenever I could, I did. and that quiet time made it possible. It, even yeah. if it was 30 or 45 minutes, it certainly helped me get through the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my my last um, tip would be combine food and reading. You know, if you're reading aloud mm. from uh, a history book, science, or just a story that y'all are working through, Bible time, do it during breakfast or lunch because yeah. that kind of, it's two birds with one stone. You have a captive audience everybody's happy when they've got food. And so you're going to have less complaining, less trying to get down from the table and leave the room. Um, So I, for a long time, I did breakfast and lunch reading just to get more done that way. And I would wolf them something down before or after, but they were all sitting at the table and sitting still and happy. So that's when we did a lot of our schoolwork. Yeah. I know a lot of parents who actually even do um, audiobooks. Um, and things like that oh, during yes. meal times, you know, yeah. so whether it's breakfast or lunch, um, they'll mm-hmm. just listen or pop, pop in an audio book and then mom can yeah. clean the kitchen or do some I laundry or something books. like that while the kids are eating. Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution.